What's up, girls, gays, and theys? Welcome to The Thought Topic, a comedy podcast about surviving your 20s. And um, honestly, we all really, really, really could use some help. It's me, Christian, your thought therapist, here to help guide you to the best of my thoughty knowledge on all things adulting. So, let's get it, shall we? Hi, hookers. It's me, Christian. (laughs) I don't know why I decided to come in so hot and say, hey, what's up, hookers? Anyway, welcome back to another episode. This week, we have a very special guest. Her name is Peyton Johnson. Peyton is an actor, singer, comedian, um, icon, superstar, you name it. So this week, our topic is super, super fun. We talk about our type we talk about being a lady perv and what that means. Basically, it just means that you're really fucking thirsty. Um, and we also talk about virginity and how to be sexually empowered, even if you're a virgin, if you are a slut, um, and what that whole idea means. So um, real quick, I just wanted to do my typical announcements, which is check out our Patreon. We have a link to that in the episode description box. Also, if you'd like to submit a thought tale, a thoughty story, or ask a thoughty question, you can submit that via Google form, or you can email us, send us a DM on Instagram. Um, The link to the Google form will also be in the episode description box and in our social media bios. Um, If you ever need to find thought topic related content, we have a link tree in all of our social media. So check that out. Um, So yeah, I'm not going to take up too much more time because I want to get into the episode this week. But for a little check in, check in, check in, I am sitting on the floor of my beautiful new apartment in Manhattan. My week has been actually insane um and i feel my mental health deteriorating but um my younger sister's here she is um folding clothes and cleaning my apartment while i do this so i love her rachel say hi hey say hi thotties hey thotties that's my sister rachel we sound like twins kind of but she's she's a twin too another sibling of mine anyway so yeah so i hope you guys are all feeling good like you should And I hope you enjoy this episode with Peyton. So without further ado, here is Peyton Johnson. Hey, Jay, welcome to The Thought Topic. Hi. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so Um, honored. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. I I say that about all my guests, but I'm excited to specifically have you here because I feel like you're my pen pal. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's a a good way to put us, I would say. Yeah, right? Like, okay, prior to the show, y'all, Peyton and I were talking about how we are friends who don't actually really know each other. Yeah. Um, saying it doesn't make any sense for us to be friends, really. Yeah. Try to describe our relationship. I said, I adore her because, I, wait, I, well, <laughs> I, I guess it just doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, Peyton Johnson, I met her through a bunch of mutual friends when we all worked at this chaotic ass theater company um, in yeah. college. And so I met you when you were 19, like briefly at a yes. party. <laughs> Yes. Over, I think you visited like once or twice. So I got yeah. to see you and everyone was like, that's her. That's Chris. And I was like, 
oh okay and I like was <laughs> under the impression that you were like royalty so I we didn't talk much but that's how everyone gassed you everyone loved you wait really oh yeah. my god this is doing wonders for my ego for my god complex thank you for yeah. validating that for me 100%. Um, yeah no Peyton I have always felt the same way about you because every time I see you post anything on Instagram TikTok <laughs> like Twitter I just am, I will literally laugh out loud. You make oh me God. LOL. <laughs> I, I'm so glad that you feel that way. I might start branding myself as a comedian after this. So everyone knows. Yes. Oh my God. Well, you are, you're fucking funny, dude. So yeah. that's why you're on here. That's really, there really is the bare minimum requir requirement to be on my show. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, cool, 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 but cool, as long cool. as you're a funny ass bitch, like you can be on here. If you're goofy in any sense, you're, you're in the yeah. thought. Clown o'clock. Clown o'clock. Clown o'clock. Peyton, why don't you tell the thotties a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what do you do, what's your story, are you a self-proclaimed thought? Okay, hi everybody. Um, so yeah, my name is Peyton, Lil Pay Baby from the Dirty 630. What is the 630? <laughs> what is that? It's my area code. <laughs> that sounds so stupid no I love it and then I'm from Aurora Illinois so very close to Chicago but don't say that I'm from Chicago I will get beat up I just graduated maybe not just but anyways I graduated with a degree in musical theater yes um, that is our this that's me and Krisha's main connection is loving the stage so I'm an actor a singer a dancer I used to have a podcast that I'm thinking about rebooting, but that's neither here nor there at this yes. point. I've gone on a couple different like artistic endeavors that I don't know that are very representative of me. I'm in the process of kind of making a name for myself, not only publicly, but you know, privately, locally in my community. I'm doing a lot right now. Um, yes. Kind of like a jack of all trades. That's a little something about me. I don't know. I just feel like now everyone wants to be boxed into a niche. And yeah. when you're an iconic ass bitch like us, yeah, 100%. You, can't, you can't be tamed, girl. Miley Cyrus once said you can't be tamed. It's hard. I like how you say a niche. Like, I feel like the reason that I struggle artistically sometimes is because I don't have a niche. I can't pick one for the life of me. Um, but I feel very affirmed that you said we can't pick one. I cannot be tamed. I don't need to be tamed. Um, and if I, if I'm a thought, I don't, I don't know. I'm wearing, okay. I can't roll. I can't roll with people who are very liberated in that area. Like Ooh. I might say it. I can't say it because I don't know. Or maybe like, it just depends on how I'm feeling that. Day. I don't know. Maybe by the end of this podcast, I'll find out if that's how I identify. Yeah. We'll circle back to that definitely because okay, cool, cool, part cool. of, okay, part of the whole like vision for thought topic is that we're challenging um, the way women identify themselves or the way that we claim our power, like when it, in relation to our sexuality, career, mm. you name it, every aspect right. of our lives. And so, I don't know, I feel like it's a, being a thought is like this new age kind of label that we're we're taking and being like, okay, I'm a thought. So I'm like Cardi B yeah. and like, you can, I don't know, insult me or whatever, but I am also making money and I'm yeah. goofy. So what of it? <laughs> Hopefully that made yourself. sense. <laughs> no, I think that, I think that's good. Like living for yourself. 
can definitely make you a thought in a world that does not want you to, that wants you to pick a niche or, you know, even if you don't pick a niche, is going to ridicule you for X, Y, Z and, you know, identify how you want. I love it. Peyton, I think you're iconic. I think you're funny as fuck. And so <laughs> part of the reason I'm having you on for this episode and for this topic is because I feel like you have a lot of good insight on um types on being uh on categorizing men right and i just think it would be a fun a fun game for us to play to talk about our different kinds of types of people we're attracted to or interested in dating so if you feel comfortable why don't you share share with us share the thoughties what your type is right so for years i i love boys i will go on the record as saying that i love um, all different types of guys. That's kind of like a character I took on in, in, <laughs> I, I want to say college. But also Wait, your character is that you love boys? <laughs> yeah, because there that's was- That's such a, a good identity. That's literally, yes, I, I subscribe to that. I love that. I grew up in this very white neighborhood. And I would say that like my high school, my middle school, all of that had like great diversity. It's actually very impressive. However- I shaved my head when I was like 16. Yes. I, but I all, was also very classy and I, I had a certain way about me and I didn't take any nonsense. So boys did not like me. That's the thing. Mm. Boys did not like me. So I adopted this character of someone who's kind of like boy obsessed as a way to self-soothe that, that need for like male rejection, not need for male rejection, but you know, like that need to like for- To combat it. Yeah, to combat it. Cause it hurt, but it was also like- funny and you know I was this person who was really easy to pick on just in general so I adopted this character it's like okay so men aren't gonna idolize me I'm going to idolize them aka my kind of like lady perv thing (laughs) (laughs) okay so real quick I'm gonna fill the thoughties in so lady perv right right so normally a typical perv is like a gross like man who just like sexualizes women all the time right right so us as lady pervs like I am now also taking that title I like I will totally give you credit for coming up with that a lady perv is someone who just like objectifies men and I think the difference is that we we're doing it for the gag and we're doing it to be funny we're not doing it because we're like men are actual pieces of meat so before all you meninists get your panties in a twist like that's the it's a joke I think that it's funny that I'm known for having bad taste in men because at at one point I did (laughs) because men did not like me and I did not I did not like myself and I was like Mm. I don't deserve the type of man that I see for myself it was to combat and it was also after a while after I realized how sexy I am how funny I am yes how how beautiful I am like inside and out like it, it just it just became a gag that I like to keep a gaggle of men. I've always really liked that cartoon image. I, I don't know if liked, but I've always found humor in like that cartoon wolf banging on a table when a beautiful woman's on stage and he's like, ahooga, ahooga. <laughs> and um, this artist on Instagram, their name is underscore mean machine, has this really, really cute pink graphic of this wolf. It's a girl wolf with her eyes out, with her tongue out. And Wait. I saw that. And it says lady perv. And I was like, oh, I love it. Yes. Um, so to answer your actual question, my type has always been like tall, Caucasian. Tall? Oh my God. 
taller than me because I'm five two. I fully thought you were the same height as me. I'm five seven. Wow. Yeah. I wish. No, but you have tall bitch energy, which is amazing. I get told that everywhere, and it's always tall. It's either tall girl energy or tall bitch energy. So I like tall, lanky, pasty Caucasian boys. Uh And I remember (laughs) in college there was a meme that someone put out there that's like girls like guys who look like this. And it was SpongeBob, like the episode of him with the suds. And (laughs) I was like, yeah, I like them a little sudsy. And my friends were like, oh my God. I like it when they look like that and then they do something mediocre, like artistic. Like you play guitar, you play it bad, I want you. You skate <laughs> you skate bad, I want you. Like you're covered in bruises, you work at Menards, you drive a truck, I want you. Like <laughs> there's something wrong I with won't me. You. I want you. I don't know what is like genetically wrong with me, but I also mm-hmm. have like terrible taste in men. Like yeah, when I was in college, my friends would always tease me or joke with me that they were like, "Christian, you love just like ugly guys yeah. <laughs> and j- because I have the same type where I'm like okay if you're like a skinny white boy who looks sick I am so into you yeah yeah if sick, like if they talk like they have a stuffy nose I'm like damn boy um I I fully am attracted to Pete Davidson and it mm. started off as a joke and now I'm like no I actually would fuck him but like he's like the the like prescribed type of man like ideal man when you want to if you need an example of like the kind of person I'm attracted to like that's my go-to do you like tattoos do you like all his tattoos oh yes I love tattoos I only have one but I if I wasn't an actor I would cover myself in tattoos because I think they're so cool who's like a good example of what your type would be like a famous person boys boys all types of boys black white Puerto Rican (laughs) yes um See, I was thinking of Lizzo's boys, where she's like, boys! I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Timothy Chalamet is a good example. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd also say Harry Styles. I think those are, like, my big three when it comes to... I'm trying to think who else that I've really been into lately. But I've been into older men recently. <laughs> oh, say it again. Say it loud. Say it proud. Older men? Yes. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I would like a, a video of you just like doing that. Hello, like, uh, holding your mic. Older men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I really should get into older men because my life is in shambles. So I think an older man would help me. <laughs> do you ever slide into celebrity DMs? I do, but for the meme, like I take a screenshot Same. <laughs> and I put it on. Yeah. Never just because I don't. I don't think that I'm hot enough that and I also don't think that I would should they respond I don't think I would go through with anything should they respond I literally wouldn't know what to say yeah also like put it on Twitter like if Drake was like here's like your plane information come meet me I'd be like and I'm 12 like I'm like and this was a prank I wouldn't know what to do they wouldn't know what to do because I'm too funny. I did write a DM to Timothy Chalamet when my boyfriend and I, or my ex and I broke up about like a month ago. Literally the day after we broke up, I was hanging out with my friends and I didn't tell them I was doing this. I was just inspired by my like fellow clown thoughty energy. And I wrote a DM to Timothy Chalamet and I was just like, hi, my ex and I just broke up. Can you be my rebound? Did it bring you peace? It did bring me peace. Fine. Do you think that Timothy was really giving people chlamydia, yes or no? You know, I did talk about this before. I don't 
I hope not. I don't think he actually was. I want to think he wasn't actually doing it because I would like to have sex with him. <laughs> I like the way you said it. <laughs> but I think if he was, I, I think if he was, maybe he just didn't know. I wouldn't know. Have you ever been, have you ever gone te- and gotten tested? No, but I also have never had sex, so. <laughs> so, so Peyton, you're a virgin? Yes. Oh my god! Okay, as someone who's a big thought, <laughs> um, I want to know, like, how, like, is that, is that, like, a conscious decision, or, like, how did you, how do you understand that? Is that something you talk to people a lot about when you, like, start seeing somebody, or start, like, getting serious? I would, just tell me about it. What's it, what's that, it like being a virgin in 2021? That is such a good question because I grappled with it for so long. Like I, as just as a person, I'm very indecisive. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And for indecisive does not make for consent. It does not make for, you know, a, a, a sound mind to consent, yes or no, to sex to period for everyone listening out there. So I, in that regard, I've always been on the fence. But growing up, I, I grew up in a Christian household, which, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people do. And my mom, she put it in my mind, like sex is bad, you know, no, no reason. And she grew up um, with a number of different, you know, circumstances equating her to think and to talk to me in that way. It was like, don't do it. Don't talk to me about it. Point blank period. You know, mm-hmm. it was not, we were not a sexual household. We do not support that, all that stuff. And then I grew up and I was this beautiful young lady and boys have always they've always like not been attracted to me but older men have always been attracted to me so that was big to do so and growing up I was Christian I still identify as Christian which Mm -hmm. people are surprised to hear by um, my foul mouth but um so in that regard I eh, it I still don't count me being a virgin as like a religious a, a religious thing you know what I mean like yeah you're of- not like oh I am saving myself for marriage because if I have sex before then I will go to hell is that yeah. what you mean okay 100%. it's not because of a religious dogma 110% 110% I think you should do things in general because you want to do them not because you know your parents say so not because your parents disagree with something, not because they agree with something, not because your friends are doing it and you're not like my whole life. I just have never been ready to, I've never found anyone who, you know, I would be okay connecting with in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had experiences where I find myself relieved. Yeah. I find myself satisfied, satisfied. Yes, I've been, ma'am. I, I've been in those situations. I still count myself as liberated in a way, not necessarily totally. because of those experiences, but because I have in my mind, like what I want to do and who I am. And, you know, it's not, it's never been, I, I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, I'm looking for an experience for my first time that is with someone that I care about. I've never found anyone that I've cared about in that way. And I think that, and while I appreciate the different and varying opinions I've met with people who do have sex, who are having sex, I love, I love having those conversations, hearing those stories, finding out new 
mindsets, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's just Mm -hmm. like, it's not, it's not for me yet. I just don't know. You're on your own journey. Yeah. Yeah. You're on your own path. Totally. Yeah. I would say, I, I mean, I think it's so, the reason I like wanted to ask you about this is because I think it's so interesting that we equate sexuality with like having sex with a lot of people versus like you can be sexually liberated and sexually empowered even if you're a virgin and I think that's something I've always felt really rooted and comfortable in when it came to my own sexuality because I I remember when I was a teenager all my friends were having sex and Mm. I was kind of a late bloomer because I didn't I was dating I had a high school boyfriend who was one of those kids that was like I can't, I want to wait to have sex until I'm married. And I was like, okay, cool. But then he was like, let's do everything else though. And I was like, okay. And I would always say to him, I'd be like, well, let's just have sex. Like, who cares? Like we're doing everything else. And he was like, right. And I just didn't understand that. And I grew up very religious. I actually grew up Mormon, but I'll I'll unpack that one day. Yeah. My family was never super, super Mormon though. We just kind of like, right, 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 right. That's so interesting. So I like understood why, but I just didn't, it wasn't important to me. Like I wanted to like lose my virginity to somebody that I cared about, not necessarily like my future husband, you know? Right. So I remember like, I, being sexually frustrated as a teenager because I was like, I just want to fuck my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that, like breaking that down and not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, okay. yes. So I didn't lose my virginity until I was 17, and mm. I felt kind of embarrassed because I was like, all my other friends are having sex, like they have all had sex, like. I want to do it too. And not because like I wanted to seem cool or anything, but because I loved, I was so intrigued by sex. Like wow. I had a Tumblr and I would <laughs> literally read about sex and learn about sex on Tumblr. I thought I wanted to be like those edgy Tumblr girls who took like thoughty, sexy pictures. I was like, I want to be a hot girl and I want to be a thought one day. Yeah. Like, I remember, I mean, I didn't actually think that like in my brain. But I just, like, thought women who take, like, boudoir photos or, like, who were, like, sexually liberated. I thought that was so cool. I mean, I grew up on Sex in the City. I used to watch any, like, teen comedy, dramedy show where, like, teenagers are having sex. I was like, that's so cool. And so because of that, like, I found a way to feel confident in my sexuality without actually having sex. And I did that when I was a teenager because I... Like, it interested me and felt cool, and I was curious about it, and I didn't really have an outlet or, like, resources to, like, express that. Right. And so I think that's kind of what made me more, like, comfortably, like, sexually liberated by the time I, like, went to college and started, like, meeting boys and, like, dating, and I was like, holy shit, like, I am a hot girl, and, like, I can have sex with people. This is great. And then I had to, like, learn a whole lot of other things. (laughs) there's so many learning curves. I think you said so many like great little bits of wisdom in there. I think being comfortable with yourself and your sexuality is everything, whether you're having sex or not. And I think there, you know, if anyone's listening out there who, you know, you consider yourself in a dry spell or, you know, you've had too much, I don't know what it's like to like have sex and then be abstinent but you're like I'm going through a period where I'm gonna say that I'm abstinent yeah so many people are experiencing that right now yes and I think something that 
what that made me comfortable in my sexuality was realizing so so I, we're actors right so yes. much of what I found with people when I went to college is that their personalities were performative right mm-hmm. like and then you sit down with them in a room alone and then you really see who they were like I never wanted to be like that I wanted you know my stage life to be my stage life and my real life to be my real life and I found myself in a place where I was so curious with sex after being repressed from you know home life and you know everyone having sex and you not you know and theater people are fucking horny so like it's always around you (laughs) it it was I found myself being performative in that aspect of my life you know like you know and I never want whether you're choosing to have sex or not I never want anyone to be like haha I'm having sex or ha, I'm better than you because I'm a virgin and because xyz like I found myself in circles with people speaking like that I found myself speaking like that and that is not what I think sex should be about I think not that it has to be private either but it should be authentic it should be you know not taboo it should be not necessarily a joke all the time because there are people who are listening that are going to get things misconstrued or you know whatever it was so then after a while of like kind of being on the fence about having sex or not it was like I don't know you're either all the way in or you're all the way out for me you know like it's going back to kind of like what I was talking about earlier that like you can still be like I said sexually liberated and empowered even if you are not actively having sex and so I think it's about finding ways to like feel sexy that isn't dependent on like having physical sex with other people because like like I said, your sexuality isn't just having sex with people. Your sexuality is an aspect of you that doesn't have to be performative. And yeah. part of me feels like as women, we're kind of taught to be that way because it's like, oh, we have to like make guys get off instead of being like, yeah. how do we explore our own sexuality? How do we, how, like, how do we express it, you know, in a way that is individual or with partners? And so I love that sentiment. What yeah. do you, what makes you feel sexy? Or like, how do you feel sexy? Oh my gosh. What does make me feel sexy? I think performing my art makes me feel sexy. Yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's something that I own, you know? It's like, I'm on this stage and I feel, now that I'm performing, not all, you know, sexual acts or I'm doing sexy things, you're singing, you're dancing, you're, like, just putting your emotion out for everyone to watch, like, that's why people, I think maybe that's why we're attracted to actors, like, that we see in movies and shit, because we're, like, we get to see them be vulnerable, and usually you only get to see that with someone you're intimate with, so you're, like, ooh, that person's attractive, because you see more of them, you know? 100%. Yeah, I do know. When I get off stage and I collect, like, my flowers, or, you know, like, I get to congratulate someone else, I'm, like, this whole environment that we're in is so sexy because everyone's we're done up. We feel confident in what we did. We are sharing experiences. And I mean, I can feel like sexy on my own, like particularly like singing. Cause I used to be in a band and you know, yes, like just like straight up singing, listening to myself back. I'm like, wow, this is, <laughs> I don't know how this sounds to someone else. They're like, is she getting off to her own voice? But like, <laughs> no. Um, I think, so being on a stage, performing, 
things that I've made usually makes me feel very sexy. I would say any scenario. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of examples where I'm not like done up or you know like I don't have on makeup that makes me feel sexy. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that though. That's how that's when I feel sexy. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love when I have a full beat of makeup on and like I or like I do something really interesting with my makeup like I do like my graphic liner or like you know like two years ago when everyone was doing euphoria looks and doing like rhinestones on their face just every day I felt so sexy when I did shit like that I was like wow I am so fine and I think that's like what we should strive for in our sexuality is not to not to be performative of it but to like do it do it for ourselves yeah. That's my thought tip or my thought advice is that like your sexuality, you know, you can be a thought if you have sex with one person, like someone can call you a thought then. You can be a thought if you have sex with a hundred people, right? Right. And so the idea of like reclaiming yeah. your sexuality or reclaiming your identity is about the way that you want to express it. You know what I think? At the beginning of the episode, you said, I don't know if I'm a thought. I think you are a thought. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I think that's something we should all try to be. But I think you are a thought because you are sexually empowered and you are sexy, even though, yeah, you're not like hoeing around. But like, yeah. I think the way we understand thoughtiness or being a hoe now is, like I said, about the expression of it, not yeah. necessarily just like liter- the literal definition of being a whore and having sex with a lot of people, you know? Yeah. So it's about Isn't being that humanities. It's like everything is multi, yeah, multifaceted. I love it. I love these conversations. I love you. <laughs> you're the best. Yes, you're the best. That's like we're here to destigmatize, baby. So Peyton, yes. Before we get into our last segment of the day, we have to hear a thought tale, and I'm so excited to hear your thought tale, especially because of the conversation we just had. So if you have a thought tale, a time that you were being hoey, please share with us. (laughs) I I was worried that I couldn't think of a story, but I do, I do have some. (laughs) Yes, girl, lay it on me. Let me hear it. I'm giggling. (laughs) It's just, (laughs) I always giggly when I talk about boys because I like them. Um, So I, I don't really like dating apps, but I do use them because I get bored um, around here and I just like to look not unlike that of a lady perv and it's like um, online shopping yes yes it's online shopping for penis for me yeah also kind of for me and I met this really nice young man and he was really into me I've been meeting guys who were like really like they want to like impress me woo me all this stuff and he I don't know. He made me like an invitation to go on a date with him. It was so cute. Wait, that's so wholesome. Oh my God. If I, okay. An invitation to go on a date with a man in New York city is them sending you a dick pic. That's not (laughs) like he made you an actual invitation. What did it look like? What did it It say? Cause we both like Pulp Fiction. I like Tarantino movies a lot. And it was a picture of Uma Thurman and um, John Travolta dancing. (gasps) Um, yeah and he said Peyton you cute or whatever come dance with me let's go get sushi it was like super cute and I was like I was floating on air all week because this was also he I was juggling two guys for the first time ever 
and it was just two maybe three like I was kind of like you guys I have a date with this guy and then I have a date with this guy and then they were like oh oh my god girl that's a part-time job so then he comes to get like he comes to get me he has this car he's huge he's like the tallest guy so at the time I was dating this guy who would not shut up about how short he was he I was like oh you're so cute but like you're so insecure like stop it like I obviously like you and then this guy shows up who's like super tall super confident and I'm like oh damn you know and I'm looking for a boyfriend at the time so I get in the car he drives me to a sushi restaurant and it was really far away like and we had not really like met each other in person I was like this is awkward and I was like I don't know how this is going I get there to the sushi restaurant I'm always prepared for awkward conversation so I have this little deck of cards that I got in London that are called first date cards right and like so we were like going through them at dinner like they're like questions they go like from easy to hard we're going back and forth super cute and I end up like really liking him and then we get in the car because we had both kind of agreed we're like okay so we're going through this first first date question card deck we're going back and forth I'm not sure if I like him turns out I do like him and we get in the car he's gonna drive me home and we're going through each other's phones, like at looking at music, like we swap phones, which is dangerous, you know? And I find this playlist at the bottom, it's called Why You Should Let Me Be Your Man. And I look at him, I said, who is this for? And I saw that it was made like two days ago, like two days prior, I said, is this for me? And he was like, yeah, but I didn't know like how I should send it to you. I, I wanted him then and there. I yes. saw, I was like, yeah, this, that, and the other. So then, what what had transpired after that? Yes, ma'am. What? <laughs> he drove me home. And then for our kiss goodnight, I jumped his bones. He jumped my bones. And then I live across the street from a church, which, as a church-going woman, I felt ashamed of what I told him to do. I said, okay, so we're in my driveway. You're going to take me over to this parking lot where everyone goes to make out at this church in front of this giant cross. And then we did that. But then we, we did we did what I do while maintaining my virtue. And then... Oh, some, my God. Some do you want to share with us what that is? Shortly. Shortly. It gets better. So okay, then we, okay. we, we are beginning to do things in this tiny-ass car. And these <laughs> kids see us. These kids see us and start throwing ketchup packets at us. Like, and I go fuck off and I'm like yelling at him and he has to see that side of me which I'm so sorry young man if you remember this story and you happen to be listening so then we drive to a different parking lot just horny raring to go and then next thing you know my bra is off yes my, <laughs> I like to I like on a first date I like to wear several layers as to remind myself what I'm doing and why I'm doing it but all my layers all my layers were off the layers were gone. And while yeah, all my layers were off while we were listening to this lovely playlist that he had curated for me about why he should be my man. Um it was a lot. And I was I was relieved, not or what did you call I was satisfied a number of times. Hey! Yeah. I'm one of those people who I can do that a lot. I do that a lot. Girl, yes, same. Oh my god. I feel like my friends always tell me how wasted that is on me because because I don't because I don't have sex often. Girl, that's Ever. not a waste. That's yeah. first of all, when you get a partner that like you consistently like have sex with, like it's 
it's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I'm sure. And when you like, I don't know, when I saw this question on the, at the bottom of the screen, I was like, oh no, I hate talking about my experiences because they're not as fun as everyone else. No, that is fun. Okay. First of all, I have to say, I, because you're a good little church girl and you went and like hooked, like started having like a little hookup makeup, makeout session at a church. That's like, maybe it's because I'm like not religious anymore, but I'm like, that's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. I was like, Ooh, I haven't done this since high school. It's so naughty, right? Like, I yeah. love that. Yeah. No. Plus like, for me, I also just like hooking up in public places. Like not even like having sex, but just like the idea that we could have sex here. Yeah. To it is so fun and like sexy to me. Yeah. So no, your story is totally fun. It's totally valid. It's totally thoughty and I love it. Yeah. Especially because you were like juggling multiple men. Um, yeah. Love that. Love that and energy. I, and then I had to go home. I didn't even put my bra back on. I just kind of like walked into my home hello to my mother and father and ran upstairs that's so <laughs> cute okay yeah. um I will say I typically <laughs> I think I need to take a page out of your book because I don't ever wear layers to, on a date I always dress like because one my style is just kind of slutty like I right. kind of just like to dress like a slut right and <laughs> sometimes when I go on dates with men, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go on this date, but I don't want to fuck him. So, and not because I feel like I have to or anything, but because like, sometimes I want to just like put the brakes on it for myself because set boundaries. Yes. So for me, I always like have a difficulty. Okay. This kind of makes me sound like a man. And so I hope this doesn't sound horrible, but I guess sometimes I will go on a first date with somebody. And if like, I'm not super into them, but I feel like having sex, like I'll do it. But then I like, won't talk to them after. (laughs) Huh. Wow. That's like, and that's something, it sounds so fucked up because I've heard, like, I remember I had guy friends in college who would say things like that to me. They would be like, oh yeah, I I hooked up with this girl uh, after our first date. I'm like, oh, do you like her? And he's like, no, I'm probably not going to talk to her again. Wow. And I was, he was like, if I like a girl, I'll probably like wait to have sex with her. And I was like, oh. And so like, that like fucked up my mental state, I think, because I just internalized that. And so I would always think like, oh, if a guy has sex with me on the first date, like we're just gonna like, that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Take and the surprise so- out of it. Right. Which is like so dumb for me to think because two relationships I've gotten into, I had sex with them on the first date. One of the relationships I got into, my ex literally cheated on his girlfriend with me. Mm. And then we had a relationship for two years. But <laughs> Yeah, that's called a fairy tale. That call that's called delusional and should never happen to anyone because now that it's just unhealthy. <laughs> but anyway, so you yeah. You live and you learn. But anyway, I wanna take my point in saying this is I wanna take a page out of your book because sometimes I I am one of those girls, I think it's because I have a dance background that I don't wear underwear a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my Whenever, face. Your face, your face. Whenever I, it's funny because whenever I do like a theater show or something like that, we're in the dressing room and we're like getting into costume, I'll be like, oh shit, I forgot to bring a pair of underwear. And like whoever I'm in a show with is always like, Christian, can you please stop coming to call with your coochie out? Yeah. Please? Oh my like, God. I, like when I tell you I live the thoughty life, it's not even because I have sex with a lot of people all the time. It's because like I just have thoughty energy. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just innate. <laughs> Well, I have to believe you. 
I have to believe you if you're doing all of that. <laughs> right, right, right. That's why, that, that's why we're here, honey. That's why we have the show. But anyway, so I think I'm going to start taking a page out of your book to where if I go on a date with a guy and I don't want to have sex, I think I'm going to start wearing more layers. Yeah. So that way I like remind myself like, wait, girl, you're going to have to take all these layers off. Yeah. So much work. It was a lot. And in that instance, that was like the beginning of me being like, I'm not going to hook up. So I'm going to wear more layers. So it's difficult. It only made it hotter. Like I, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, rip it off. I know. It's like, take everything. And then I'm like, I had to put it all back on. It was like, so it was a lot. So don't do it. Like, it's like a one and done thing. It's like, if I'm wearing these layers, they got to stay on. So Peyton, yes. do you have a thought anthem of the week you would like to share with us? Thought anthem of the week is our favorite segment here. It's a song that makes you feel empowered, sexy, uh, like a bad bitch. So the thoughties would like to know, what is your thought anthem? Okay. If I had to pick a genre for any thought anthem, it would be the featuring Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> genre. Anything that features Nicki Minaj is a thought anthem, period. Yeah, that is what I would prescribe to anyone. This is a Barb's channel. This is a but, Barb's channel. We are fucking Barb's <laughs> on the thought topic. <laughs> but if I had to pick a song today, it would be a high school by Nicki Minaj featuring Lil Wayne. That would be my thought anthem at this exact moment. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that is such a good song. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Why is that your thought anthem? Um, because it tells a good story. It has, it has beginning, middle, and end. Beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. Nikki bodies. It makes you want to shake, like, you know, the music video. So you want to dance like her. And mm-hmm. it makes me feel so independent. She's like, I've loved this guy for so long. However, I'm still me. I'm still, you know, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Nowinski, Nicki the Ninja, Nicki the Bob, yeah. Nicki the Howard G, all of it. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows at home. That I, I am Nicki Minaj. No. no, I love that. No, that's such a good thought anthem. I think, I think your, your prescription of um, every, any song featuring Nicki Minaj yeah. is a thought anthem. I totally agree with that. My little, my favorite little Wayne Nicki Minaj duo song is um, Truffle Butter. Yeah. That's like my like version of that. So I, I support you. So Thank high school. You. High school by Nicki Minaj. Featuring Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Wait. Wait. That was song twister. High school by Nicki Minaj featuring Little Wayne. Check it out, thotties. That is our thought anthem of the week. Miss Payton, thank you so much for being here. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. This has been so amazing, so liberating. Yay. I hope you had fun and you feel empowered. And I find, I think you're so interesting and sexy and wonderful. And wherever you, if you decide to move to the East Coast or West Coast, I kind of hope you come here so we can hang out all the time. (laughs) Thanks. I'll have updates for you soon. Yes. So before we wrap up the show, go ahead and promote any social medias, projects, anything that you're working on right now, plug whatever you want to plug. Go ahead. Absolutely. Like I said, my name is Peyton Johnson. You can find me at Notorious P-E-Y on Instagram, 
Twitter and TikTok. Actually, I encourage it. I <laughs> I hope you do follow me for good uh good old fashioned comedy boy loving lady perviness. Lady um, perv content is perv consistent content. on Peyton's social social yeah. media. So check it out. I'll have a new podcast coming very soon. It's going to be called Pay's World. So <laughs> Yes, we love it. Yes, and you can follow that at Pay's P-E-Y-S dot world on Instagram as well. Um, I hope you'll follow me. I'm an actor, singer, dancer, and definitely your friend. I thank you for listening. Krish is the best. I hope you guys keep supporting her podcast. And her. She's amazing. Yay! Thank you. Oh, the love is mutual and we will definitely have you back very soon. We'll do a Pays World and a Thought Topic collab. Yeah, yeah, a mashup for sure. Thank you. All right, thotties, that is all I have for you this week. So if you like this episode, you like Thought Topic, and you want to keep supporting us, feel free to um, share, comment, leave a review, rate us five stars, do all the things that help make our show even better and grows our thought community. Also, feel free to give us a follow at The Thought Topic on Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias. Um, and that is thought with the zero. If you'd like to follow me, I am at Crestun Sanchez. That's C-R-E-S-H-T-U-N Sanchez. You know, the way it's spelled. And that is all I have for you this week. So I will see you all next time. Mwah.